Well, for those of you that are joining us, we are here in the Warrior Divas Real Talk for Real Women Facebook group, and we are doing our show. We're adapting to our ever-changing society. <laughs> we are mm-hmm. being emotionally connected in a social distancing world. So yes. <laughs> today, I am excited about the show we have for you. We, But before we get started, I wanted to let you know that if you're watching this in the group, you can invite other people to join us in the group to watch it. Uh, comment in the comment section give a little like, a little love, leave one of the emoji cons if we make you happy, sad, or mad, any of that in the in the group. And I want to welcome our guests today. In just a few moments, they're going to let us know a little bit about themselves. And then as we go through the show, you'll get to learn a little bit more about them. Um, as I said, I'm Angie Lee Monroe. I am the host of the show. This show airs every Tuesday <clears throat> from... 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time on Fishbowl Radio Network, and then you can find it starting at 3 p.m. on all the podcast social networking sites. So if you hear something you like today or or you really want somebody else to listen to, that's the great way to share it. Plus, it'll be here in the group as well. So we're going to start off. We've got uh, Stacy up in the top. We've got Janet. Stacy, wave. Hi. Janet under Stacy. We've got Misty right next to Stacy, uh, to Janet, and then we got Kim. I don't know how it's showing up on everybody else's <coughs> thing. I guess mine's a little bit different. So getting y'all to wave. So I want y'all to, we're going to start with Stacy and kind of go in that order. So Stacy, if you will kind of give us a who, who you are, what your occupation is, where you're located, and what you're passionate about. My name is Stacy Pena-Wynn. I am the owner of Alexander Medical Spa in Hearst, Texas. I'm also very involved in the HEB Chamber of Commerce. I'm on the board of directors. I'm also on the board of directors for Central Arts of Bedford and Hearst. I like being involved in the community. That's one of my passions. I love helping other people. I like to be involved in charities. I also am passionate about learning, and I like to learn from other people. I like to learn from books and I like to learn from doing. And this is my first podcast, so I'm learning right now. Awesome. <laughs> All right, we have Janet. Janet, tell us a little bit Yay. about yourself. Should I break out and dance or what? Yeah, well, I absolutely. Know. I would love that. <laughs> um, she, you did that sway app yesterday, didn't you? <laughs> that was yes, awesome. I had 500 views and people actually think I can dance that good, which that is pretty actually cool. really awesome. Yeah, I can really dance that good, y'all. Okay, my name is Janet Manor, and I live in the middle of nowhere, Kansas. I used to live in Texas, and I miss you guys. Miss all the Texas hair and all the beauty (laughs) of Texas women. Um, Not that I don't love my Kansas ladies, but I do miss Texas. And um, I am retired, but I still passionate about helping people. I. I take a lot of phone calls and do a lot of praying for people still. People call me for that a lot. And I teach a Bible study class of about 25 women every Monday night. So that's, I'm really passionate about studying the Bible. I have the time, most of the time now to do it. And so um, uh, a very busy life up until this point. So it's been, it's a blessing to be able to sit and sit in the word. And he's, we just did James. Bible study. And so he's prepared us for a time is this to consider it all joy to be in this trial. That's where we are. And as women, 
um, all the people that we love and care for are going to follow our lead. You're just really, that's the truth in our families. So trying to keep it all joyful here and it's not being unrealistic, but now's the time to shine ladies. Now's the time to shine. So absolutely. Absolutely. Misty, how about you? Hi, I'm Misty Willis. I'm the owner of Picture Perfect Brows and Beauty and co-founder of Expanded Woman. And, um, you know, I, I'm located in Bedford, Texas, by the way. And um, I'm super passionate about people, um, connecting others, um, also just you know, empowering other women, building confidence. Those are the things. And, and I'm very woman-centric as well. Um, so I definitely think we align in that way, Angie. Absolutely. So Kim, for oh, Kim gets to introduce Kim. herself. <laughs> Survivor. I talk about her so much, but many of y'all have not ever really officially met her. So this is Kim. Hi. Hi, Kim. I'm Kim. <laughs> and I'm in Grapevine, Texas. And um, I, uh, for a long time, have been a small uh business owner had a graphic design business out of my house for a really long time and then um since 2015 i've been um doing ministry and biblical counseling with uh women and i graduated last november with my certification to be a biblical counselor um and so out of that hopefully a ministry is being birthed. Um, but, uh, you know, God had different plans for <laughs> how 2020 is going to go. So, um, I'm just, uh, um, my word for the year was restart. Um, I know that I'm still very passionate about women, seeing women healed, uh, broken hearts restored, uh, just walking in, uh, freedom and, and the, path that God has for them. So that's my true passion and, and how that shows up and what that looks like kind of ebbs and flows as I think I'm growing and maturing in the Lord. So, uh, we'll see what he has for next. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because without planning it tonight, we ended up with two of the ladies on the show that have helped me with my external beauty. <laughs> we got Misty <laughs> and, and Stacy that have helped me with the external beauty. And then uh, Janet and Kim have helped me with my spiritual beauty over the last several years of my life. And I tell the story about mending the soul all the time and how much <laughs> I hated that class, but loved that class. And Janet's the one that kind of I brought it up to her one day and she goes, you're in my class, period. You know, it's done. And I was like, okay, what did I get myself into? So, yeah. um, and then all that you've seen growing with Diva's Impact, the magazine, the, the beautiful uh, flyers and all the things, the logo for Warrior Divas, all of that has been done by Kim. So Kim oh, is beautiful. the creative genius behind all of that. So Very nice. I just get to come up with great, crazy yeah. ideas and go, hey, friends, let's have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, you know, Kim has been on isolation a little bit longer than the rest of us. And I'll let her share a little bit about that as we go on. But we were just talking about what is the purpose of this show and what are we wanting to do with this show? And yes, I'm not touching my face. I'm touching my hair. So don't anybody freak out about Corona on me because I'm touching my hair in my house. <laughs> but, um, 
you know, our biggest thing is we want to be somebody that shines a light. So we realize that when you are socially isolated, you don't need to be emotionally isolated. And so we're going to start doing more and more things mm. like this inside the group just to have a fun way. Friday night, we're going to have a pajama party inside the group. Everybody show up. We're going to open up the Zoom live thing. Let everybody jump on. We'll have a little dance party on there. We'll do a whole bunch of fun stuff inside the group with that just because moms and women, married, single, with kids, without kids, we all just need to blow off steam at some point, right? <laughs> so um, part of what we're, we're wanting to be is shine that light. We're going to do that in a lot of spiritual ways. We're going to do that in a lot of emotional ways. We're going to do that in a lot of fun ways. So Friday night will be, instead of a Divas Night Out, it will be a Divas Night In. So you will start seeing us talking about that later on this week. And we'll do one of those each week. Um, until we're set free and then we'll start having divas nights out because we'll be building relationships behind the scene. So somebody, somebody had a post up the other day. One of the single people I know was talking, said, wait a minute. You mean I actually got to talk to somebody and get to know them first before I go on a real (laughs) date with them? (laughs) So we're going to take the opportunity to get to know you. And we want to talk with, you know, the girls here, I want you to realize that it's not just me in this group. There's other amazing women in this group that can leave things up and talk with you and encourage you and inspire you. And and that's what we're all here to do. So um, this morning, I shared in the group, the John Maxwell uh, video about leadership. And I was live streaming watch parties in this group and another group and trying to leave the notes in there. And I do have the notes. I'll put them in the um, notes in a file here inside the group from that section. Once I get them cleaned up to where other people can kind of interpret my notes because I (laughs) typed them up, but they're still a little wonky. And, you know, it was great because he was speaking to leaders. Now tomorrow he's going to be talking and tomorrow and Tuesday, he's going to be talking, um, turning adversity into advantage. And we're going to kind of kick that off tonight, talking about what we as women are thinking and doing and feeling and, and all of that. So um, what I want you to know is we're women here. We may be sitting in a somewhat good situation. I don't know everybody's situation here, but I do know all these women. I don't know all their stories, but I do know all these women. And I do know that they are women that lead with love, they lead with graciousness. They don't lead with fear. They lead with joy. And that's why I was so excited that they joined us on the show today. So as we get going, we're going to start off with emotional health. So first off, we're going to do a temperature check of everybody on the call. So how are you feeling? What's going on? For some of us, it's day one. For some of us, it's day, what, 90, Kim? Oh boy. So, so um, you know, let's start let's start with Kim since she's been the longest. Kim, how are you feeling? Uh I you know, I'm actually feeling really good. I think that, you know, my journey started on January 2nd with my quadruple bypass. So I think I went through some emotional yuck that kind of first month. You know, I I 
came home from the hospital on the fifth and physically I did great. Uh, but emotionally there were some really tough days. The it's not fair. Um, this shouldn't have happened to me. Like, you know, this was just completely out of nowhere and I didn't fit the profile and you know, I'm still young. And so for me, it was sort of having to deal with a lot of the, um, I, I'm having to come to acceptance with what is my new normal. <laughs> I had to come to the fact that, you know, uh, I don't know what my future is going to look like and I got to be okay with that now. <laughs> you know, it, I don't know how this is, is going to go. It's a progressive disease. So new normal looks totally different. And then just even changing everyday habits. I have to work out. I have to eat completely different. And uh, so there was a lot of that morning. I can't eat a cheeseburger and my pepperoni pizza with extra cheese anymore took me a month. And, you know, but then I started discovering new foods and I learned that I kind of did like working out and, you know, you can <laughs> start to accept some stuff. And, um, I think I you know. rolled your eyes when you said that, Kim. You rolled your eyes. <laughs> I, here's, the, here's the funny truth is it is like ripping teeth out to get me to start mm -hmm. working out, like getting on the treadmill. But I can tell about eight minutes in, like I don't know if it's the dopamine or what happens chemically, but then I start liking it. And my 20 minute workout I'm noticing is going 30, 35, 40 minutes. Like I'm, I actually feel good. I feel better. I it's, it really is starting to shift. And that was something I didn't expect at all. And then I even started lifting weights this week and that was completely awesome. something wow. I never thought I would do. Awesome. Yay. Um, for you. You know, my <laughs> word for the year was restart. And so in every way I've had a restart. So it, it is kind of neat that here God sort of prepared me because I haven't been leaving the house that much. Mm. I was social isolating already because, um, you know, you're immunocompromised and healing and, and really restricted on what you can do for a while. So, you know, I, I think the Lord was like, oh, you know, let's prepare her for the coronavirus. <laughs> Apocalypse, just a few months. Early. And, uh, so, you know, uh, that's where, where I'm at. I think my husband thinks I'm insane because I have bought enough food for the apocalypse and then even like ordering online the dog snacks and dog food so he called it the dogopolis now as they okay. are <laughs> delivering that but we're good over here in great mine good yeah yeah so so misty what about you what's going on in your world i know there's been you've been you've been doing a lot inside our community as well to take care of the emotional health of some of our community um yes there's sure. there's an organization that our chamber has called leadership heb and you're a part of the class this year and y'all had a big event planned that mm -hmm. next week had to, next that, saturday that had to get scrapped because of everything that's going on but your group and your class just pivoted so beautifully to really tend to 
what's going on in our community. So I want you to talk a little bit about how it affects you, but what you've been doing to help those around us. Sure, sure. So um, yesterday, you know, of course, I'm a salon and permanent makeup company. So yesterday we find out that we had to close, shut down. So, okay, no more livelihood. <laughs> Don't have the option of unemployment. So, you know, there's a little bit of that fear factor, but I've really been um, through this whole thing, kind of tapping into books and motivational podcasts and things to just kind of get my mindset right because you know how that goes. But I refuse to let the devil get me um, and let him fill me with fear. So, I honestly feel way more calm than I thought I would <laughs> knowing, knowing what's going on. Um, and it helps me to help other people during this time too. So, um, our group has put together another group that basically we call it coronavirus help is here HEB. So for this whole HEB area, and let me tell you a little bit about the project that we started off with. Um, there was, uh, a mirror, a wall that was painted on. Uh, next to a company where um, some Hispanic people owned it and somebody graffitied I hate Mexicans on the wall. So our, pro our program was to create a mural, which we did, and it looks amazing. The mural mm -hmm. is a map of the HEB area. Um, we painted over the I hate Mexicans um, and mm -hmm it just turned out to be so beautiful. Unfortunately, we don't get to show it off um, yet, but we will eventually. Um, but it is a great reminder of all the community resources that are available in the HEB area. So our secondary thing was to have a community resource fair at the same time for the mural unveiling. So instead of doing that um, on this coronavirus HEB, we took it virtual since we cannot really be together. Um, and basically we, we set out, you know, different resources for people, what's available. We set up, you know, grocery updates and activity websites <laughs> and all the different things that our community could come together. And we, you know, made a, a needs profile so um, we can help those. And um, there's another side project too, where we set up little newspaper stands and put products in there like toilet paper and toothpaste and, and just some resources for people to just grab if they need it and also where people can donate goods as well. So it's been really good to help kind of take my mind off that of what's going on around me and helping others. Well, let me see what, what's the HEB stand for? HEB. Hearst, Hearst Ulysses Bedford. Okay. That's Hearst, what I thought. Hearst, Bedford, the three cities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's kind of like our little suburb area. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. want to make sure I knew that was Sanford. <laughs> yeah. And one of the, one of the beautiful parts of it is if you're talking and somebody asks a question about the coronavirus or different things like that, they don't want a lot of speculation in the group. One of the rules is the group is to cite your, mm -hmm. cite your source. So um, we just, we want to make sure that we're citing our sources at all times. So um, that right there is huge. Thanks for, for mentioning that too. For what they're doing because, you know, everybody can go out there and speculate and do random uh, what is it? Conspiracy theorist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of that. <laughs> there, there is a lot of that. So, um, and I think John even said it today. He goes, first off, if the media is your source, you need to get a different source. Go to the <laughs> World Health Organization, go to, you know, CDC, go to places and get, get it straight 
quote unquote from the horse's mouth. So yeah. So Janet, yeah. what about your world? How is things going in your world? I know you've got a little hmm. more space between y'all than normal yeah. most of the time. Yeah. Well, there's still lines at our Sam's and there's still lines at our stores and people are still hoarding the toilet paper. <laughs> um, so I, our little group, we, we set up in the basement and we social distance each other enough, but we're making masks. You know, the ladies can sew. I can't sew, but we're cutting. Mm. We're doing okay. I mean, I'm so grateful for, um, you know, we have our phones and we can still talk and have this group and zoom and Facebook each other and FaceTime each other. I mean, what, what would be, you know, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for that because emotionally and, you know, if it all goes down, we're all going to, it's going to be a little more difficult, but this way we can stay connected. And so I'm grateful that we have that, you know, that's really good. Um, as, as far as I can see, we're a bunch of, um, can I say, uh, I'm not going to use curse words, but we're really a bunch of really tough American women. And that's starting to come out. We have this Christian, toughness i don't even know the warrior diva is perfect because i just see a bunch of ladies who's got it together you know they you know people are sick people are isolated you know but they're still just kind of keeping it together and i'm just really proud of the people that i know in my life i know there's other people that are struggling financially lost jobs and they're still you know just carrying on helping their neighbor it's just incredible really incredible to watch so i'm blessed in that regard because all i see is good stuff that's all i see I don't see any nonsense yet, so I'm grateful. I, I got tickled watching the Facebook memes or something the other day, and one of the guys goes, I don't even know why we still have farmers and all that stuff. Why don't they just go to the store and buy, buy the stuff that they want from the store? And then yeah. somebody else says, if we, have to, if we have to hunt for our food, I don't even know where Doritos live, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, I love the tongue-in-cheek of it, but... Yeah. It's because of that tongue in cheek. I've had people reach out to me and going, Hey, could you tell me how do I make mac and cheese without craft? You know, they need to know how to make their kids want mac and cheese. They know they've got the ingredients for it. They just don't know how to put it all together. So, you know, trying to be some of those women that has some of these answers together, not just me, not just you, but you know, yeah. how to be creative. And, and like my guest on my leading moment show on Thursday said, he goes, guess what? He goes, the stores still have plenty of fresh fruit and vegetables on the yep. shelves because everybody's <laughs> buying all the junk food, all the comfort. Yeah, food. no, don't eat junk food. You can and eat then, good stuff. <clears throat> yeah. And then yeah. another thing he brought up that, um, Misty, I was going to tell you, you might be, a, I'll send you a picture for it. That might be a good thing to post in your group was if it's got the Wix symbol on it. that the women and children Children. that are eating off of that wick that's only the only cheese and milk and eggs and things that they can buy cereal that they can buy so if you have a choice choose something other than that but don't wipe out the wick because they're limited that's a good like that is just huge so i've been repeating that and shouting that as often as i can so i took a good one I took a picture of one of the Wix signs the other day and said, we need to post about this. And I haven't. That's good. So, so I'll send you the picture, let you post about it, and then I'll share yeah. it and post yeah. about it too. So, all right, Stacy. So you're kind of in the same boat that Misty's in yeah. yesterday, six o'clock, any face-to-face mm-hmm. interaction. 
And then, wow. um, you know, what, what are you going to be doing? How are you emotionally handling this pivot? Well, I had already made the decision on Thursday or Friday that I was going to close before, before we were closed because I have employees that have children. I'm all of most of my people, cause I'm an anti-aging are older. They shouldn't be coming to see me. Some of them are secret, still messaging me, Hey, I'm working from home. Can you, can you get that treatment done to my eyes? And we won't tell anybody, you know, just show up at the office. I still have that going on because people want, still want to get their stuff done. But I mean, I'm a mom and I have four children. I really don't need to get sick. What are they going to do without me? Right. And in the grand scheme of things, I have a roof over my head. I have food. Even if my, my, uh, business falls apart, which it won't. Um, I need to be here for my kids and my family. They're the most important thing. So I had already chosen, but I have gone through many different emotions throughout the last <laughs> couple of weeks. I was kind of in the know about certain things beforehand because my brother works for a city and he's in, in a director position. So he was telling me about close downs before they were starting to be, be announced. And so um, I was wearing before everybody else was. <laughs> Right. And, uh, I feel good right now. I feel the things that I feel are like, I'm excited that I'm going to get to see my kids. I'm, I'm a working mom. I'm a mom that has owned a business for almost 20 years. So I have been busy this whole time. My kids don't see me as much as some other moms get to get to see their kids. My kids are very, why, they were asking yesterday, why are you home so early? <laughs> you know, why did you, what's going on? Why is mom here? And so I'm, I'm anxious to see what it's going to be like when I'm here the entire week with them. Cause yeah. they, I, they don't, they only have that when I'm on vacation. I'm anxious to see, uh, I'm anxious to cook food. You know, I, because I own a spa, I come home later. So sometimes, a lot of times our food is, you know, what Costco made that my husband got to put in the oven before I got here. So I'm excited about getting to make some things and getting to do some art projects. That's what I'm putting my focus in. Now I know I have a list of things that I can get done remotely to move my business forward, but Every time I think about my list, I also think about, I know that I'm going to be okay. What can I do to help people that are probably not going to be okay? Yeah, that's good. There's so many people that yeah. work in a restaurant that are that's paycheck good. to paycheck. You know, I have a business savings account. I can cover my bills for a while at my office. My husband works from home. He, we're not going to lose any income from him at all. So what can I do to help other people? That's what I've been thinking about. Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm my, my biggest fear is I don't know how to not be busy. <laughs> I know. I was thinking the same thing. I think, how do I, I think a lot of us have busy? that problem. <laughs> so uh, maybe I can figure out how to be busy doing more things that are fun. The other thing that I think, all of us are going to figure out how to be busy at home, organizing and whatever else we can think of. We should, people like me and Misty who take care of people all day long, mm -hmm. we don't take care of ourselves as much. Right. Yeah. So we should probably think about doing some self care. Mm -hmm. 
already on that. Yeah. Are you? Mm-hmm. Yep. I want your list. I can say, I can tell you that I used to be super busy and I'm not super busy now as much as I was when I lived in Texas. Um, also, um, I've had six months of my husband being retired at home. How's that? Um, <laughs> Cause I'm worried about two weeks and with my I husband know, at home and there it is an adjustment and he's a, I, I married to a really nice man and it's still an adjustment. So you will have those moments, right? Honestly. Um, I just say, I'm going to go in my room and be by myself. You know, I just take that time, but I, you, you learn to do other things when you're not busy working or taking care of kids. Like I still help with my grandkids too. So, um, you know, I'm trying to do art projects and find things. I mean, I've already raised my kids and I'm having to rethink, how do I do all this care at home for these kids? And so, um, but the busyness that you have when you're outside working versus coming home, um, I will say it's an adjustment, but you're, you guys are creative women and you're hardworking. And so you're going to find things to fill your time. You think, oh, I'm going to retire and I'm not going to be as busy. That's not true. You just find different <laughs> things to do because you're productive and because you like helping and because you like doing you will find other things to do. I mean, that's just, it's God's good that way. He does give us other things and God help us all. I might, instead of hint water, you know, you might have to have some wine and let's be honest. <laughs> Vodka. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not really. Have yourself a glass of wine, take yourself, take your bath, but you know, um, God's going to give you what you need when you need it. I mean, it's amazing. So you think I'm going to have all this free time. No, other people are going to come and look to you for things. They're going to call you. They call you and come to you because they know they can. And they know you're going to answer. They know you're going to cry with them when you, they cry and you're going to laugh when they laugh. And they know that if they call you, you'll answer. Now, I'm not saying being emotionally available for everybody all the time, but you find new things to do is, I guess, the point, you know, yeah, instead well, of business. I, and what you said, God will find what you need when you need it. So for the past probably three or four months, I've been training a new employee and then my employee of nine or 10 years is moving on and it's been really difficult. I've been working six, seven day weeks. So maybe this is what I needed. Right. Mm -hmm. Be able to stay home a little. I think the Lord's, the Lord's just sending an adjustment. You know, we've been prepared for this time as a time we're all prepared for this time. We've been placed here. It's not a coincidence that we're all women and Esther's at this time. And, you know, you'll find your inner Esther and you'll, you know, God's going to put people in front of us and he's going to give us what we need when we need it. And even if you're a single mom, um, you know, ask for help, just ask for help because us older ladies are willing to, you know, even if, you know, we, we can watch them on a park bench. We don't have to, we don't have to be in the same room with them, but we can actually watch a kid for an hour or whatever. I mean, we can do that outside. We don't, you can, you know, you can do that. So that'll work. Well, and I think another thing that a lot of people don't think about is because we have had this happen in the middle of uh, all the social technology we have, you're really not as alone as you could have been. So yeah. we have a lot True. of resources to reach out, to talk, to ask questions. Um, mm -hmm. you can do it in private message. You can do it over email. You can do it yeah. on a Facebook post, whatever it is. And we were, we, uh, Kim and I went to a event last fall where 
they talked about, it was last fall, last summer sometime, where they were talking about um, abusive relationships. And I'm going to bring it up during this part because we're about to shift into family dynamics. And, you know, I'm married to a great guy. We've been in business together for seven years. I had my own business before that, but he's had his plumbing business for seven years. So we worked together. So being home alone together hasn't really sunk into us and he's part of the essential forces. So he probably won't be home as much as some of the other ones. But on the other side of it, there are women that are trapped at home with their monster. There are children that are trapped at home with Mm. their monster. So my, my point to all this is, is if you're a woman and you're listening to this and you are trapped in a situation like that, we are the women that are saying, you can reach out to us. We are the organization that's saying you can reach out to us. We want you to get stronger. We want to help you get a plan together. We want to get you out of that situation. We will pull all of our resources together to help with that. But we have to know that's what you're involved in and what's, what's going on. And we don't Mm -hmm. want to put you in a a more dangerous situation while you're trying to get out of that situation. So we will help find ways to do that safely for you and everyone involved. So um, again, that's a little side note, but I feel it's important because when we start talking lockdown, you know, that's, I mean, holidays is when domestic violence calls go up. It's a a a police statistics statistics. See, you too can be a professional speaker. Um, (laughs) It is a, real life statistic that that's when they go up. So it's, it's something that I'm not hearing any of the media talk about or any of the police departments talk about. I'm hearing about the police departments being exposed to things and police forces dwindling because of all this. So therefore it behooves us as warrior divas to do what we can and do Mm -hmm. our part and be that resource for women. So, um, all right. So we're going to talk about families, you know, we're kind of almost empty nesters now. Every time we think we're empty nester, one bounce back. I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> so, um, Allie and Kenan and the twins live a little bit down the road, but they were here yesterday and they and today doing laundry because their washer and dryer's busted. So, you know, so kicked them all out of the house before we got on the call tonight, and then sent Mike over to his shop to do some what we call arts and crafts time. So. Mainly, I just needed girl time. <laughs> <laughs> we all need girl time. We all time. need girl time. Yeah, we all do. But, but how are you? How are you planning to balance the the family time with your work time or with your own your own sanity? <laughs> like Janet hiding in a closet. No, in a. <laughs> so, uh, who wants to go first on that one? Don't everybody speak it? I will. I will. (laughs) Um, I don't really have, I I decided since today was my first like real day off in the quarantine Mm -hmm. um, that I was going to relax today and just enjoy the day with my family. And, you know, we ran real quick to the salon. I grabbed all the essentials that I could do self-care on myself. So when it's not podcast day, I'm going to do some microneedling and, you know, things to make myself feel better and look better too. Um, why not? <laughs> we'll before, be back be, before, you make de- before you make decisions, make sure we talk about the other procedures that we need to do because we need to put them in 
in okay. the list. Okay, I'll put them in the calendar. Okay. Yeah. But that's where I was going with this, is I'm going to kind of create, you know, a plan each day. I'm like, we're going to work out. We're going to, all the things I'm not doing right now, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> um, I would really like to take that time, like even a family workout and, you know, spend some more time doing yoga, which I haven't done in a really long time, but I enjoy. Um, so, and I get to do more cooking because I'd actually like cooking for my family and things like that. So all of those are, I'm kind of excited. I told my, my kids yesterday, I was like, Hey guys, I'm going to be home for like at least three weeks, you know, probably. <laughs> and, uh, my younger son was like, yay, you know, um, he really misses me, but my older one, he's like, he could care less to be honest. He's like, I'm in my room playing video games with everyone else. So, um, it's pretty much the same dynamic. I have a feeling that my, um, my spouse will be probably quarantined as of Monday. I'm thinking cause he works in Dallas County and they've, you know, done the whole, what is it? Um, Shut shelter. Down. You have to stay yeah. in your, in your house basically. So, um, I have a feeling they'll be closed on Monday. So then he'll be home and we're not used to seeing each other all the time, even though I love him and adore him. Um, we're probably going to have to keep our space social distancing too. No, <laughs> it's like you do your thing, go play, watch your car shows and I'll go do my thing and, and work for a little bit. So, cause I plan on not stop working. I, I do have things in play, place for that. So maybe if spend a few time, a few hours a day working and a few, few hours a day spending extra time with my family. Mm. the new normal right the new, new normal. normal yeah yeah mm -hmm. well yeah. scott actually started working from home last <clears throat> week so with me being immunocompromised he had got special permission to already work from home once this kind of started blowing up the week before so oh, um we've had a week now to adjust and so i have you know, my office downstairs, we set him up, his office is upstairs and with a door he can shut and um, it's gone real well, except, you know, the 10 year old who uh, doesn't <laughs> understand that, you know, she's used to when daddy's home, he's play dad. So he's fun dad. So he getting her to understand that daddy's actually working eight to five <laughs> Monday through Friday and, and what those boundaries uh, are kind of look at. I think it's been a harder adjustment on Avery than it actually has me and um, Scott, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> one thing I thought was funny in our world is trying to, we've got an outside. If it's sunny, we we've gone for walks. We, uh, walked, uh, I think three days last week, we went outside and walked, walked to the park, trying to let her play and be a kid. Um, you know, everyone's gone homeschool crazy and we just decided, you know, she's going to learn. She's not missing anything. You know, we did a couple of things, but we just sort of let her be at home. Um, uh, learn how to FaceTime friends like this, this whole environment's different for her. And I think it's harder on a nine-year-old who's used to that consistent schedule. If I get up, I go to school, I'm at school till this time. And then I have my activities and then boom, it's like spring break. And then everything she does got canceled. So right. for us, I think it was just letting her have a week to 
just downshift and deal with that emotional impact without dumping now learn honor, you know? So I think this week will be, um, an interesting week and how do we now sort of bring in to all this mix, the homeschool, uh, thing and make sure she doesn't fall too behind. And, but I just, don't intend on being too overbearing about it. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm weird that way, but I figured she's ahead. She's smart. Let her just <laughs> kind of enjoy what she can and do, I mean, do the things they're going to ask her to do, but I'm not, I'm just not, I, I always said I was arts and crafts mom, not school mom. So, you know, like who, which one of us can even teach common core math? Let's just be honest. No. about that. Like I can't. So there's only going to be so much as a mom I can do anyway, because I'm not, I'm not trained as an educator. So right. it's only going to go so quick, far. Anyway. You guys need a quick coffee and I'm getting nervous now. We're social distance. We're good. Uh -huh. right. okay. Yeah. Well, well, Stacy, what about your kids? You've got school age kids as well how are they have they has it even hit them yet that they don't have school um yes I, let me talk you know i have two sets of kids so i have a kid that's 29 and 19 and then i have kids that are nine and eight so and i'm still mom to both sets mm -hmm. it's a kind of separate though because the two yeah. the, the 29 and the 19 year old just moved in together in a to an apartment in bedford wow. and they really like it um, so like I've been helping them. I was there yesterday, still uh, unboxing stuff. They've been there a month, but they have some boxes that they still haven't unboxed. And one of them, I will not say which one was waiting for mommy to come by, not the younger one to help him get his stuff. unboxed. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm still momming them. I'm still, I'm telling them to stay home. I brought some, masks and some gloves and some Lysol to their apartment yesterday. <laughs> it's two boys. Uh, so having to be mom, still mom them, even though they're older without being overbearing okay. and they have been staying home though. I'm so excited for them because usually they don't listen. And, right. I, and I, I kind of taught them the things that they need to do for cleaning. And if they do have to go somewhere, like you're not supposed, like even touching the thing when you're getting gas, you really yep. shouldn't be touching that. You need to put, so that's why I bought, brought them some gloves, throw the gloves away after you get your gas before yep. you get in your car. So I have that situation. And then here at my house, I have my two girls that are nine, about to be nine and eight and set. I'm sorry, eight and seven right now. <laughs> they have, um, for the entire week, they have been doing homeschool, but kind of, haphazardly you know they've been doing prodigy and adventure time and abc mouse but starting tomorrow they go to a charter school international leadership of texas they're actually going to be doing the zoom meetings and they're with their teachers and uh we we had to do all the technology today they both <laughs> they both their school was giving out chromebooks to the students that don't already have them we have Chromebooks. They got them for Christmas last year. Uh, my husband's in IT. He thought they needed to learn how to use a mouse, so he bought them Chromebooks. And um, so they're going to start their Zoom meetings. I'm worried about my eight-year-old because she's dyslexic, 
and she really needs some extra care, but her dyslexic teacher is going to be on Zoom meetings with her too. So I'm excited wow. to see how it's going to happen because I know it's a new normal for them too. They have this charter school has 20 schools throughout Texas. So they're doing the Zoom meetings with all the schools at the same time. I'm, I'm wondering how smooth it's going to go the first day. We'll see. <laughs> um, I'm still going to be doing some work also. I'm right. still going to be on my computer. I, I have an internship program that I'm working on for the Chamber of Commerce. Oh, and yeah, then we, we, that. we still have, right, you can, we have time to work on that, Misty. <laughs> and then Angie and I are also, we are on the Leadership Alumni Association. The same leadership class that Misty is currently in, Angie and I have already been through the leadership program. And we are on the leadership, leadership Alumni Steering Committee. So we're going to try to help put social media together. Help steer our alumni. Help steer our <laughs> alumni so that we can make sure that our alumni stay still engaged in the chamber after they've gone through leadership. We want our alumni to be leaders in the community. We want our, our alumni to be part of boards, board of directors in HEB area, and we want them to be the leaders. So uh, Angie and I are trying to figure out how to still work on that. How to pour into them and, and challenge them both a little bit. Yes. of both. And um, so I'm going to be working on that. And then uh, I, like I said, I don't know what I'm going to be doing here. Busy. I don't I'm going to keep myself busy <laughs> doing things, but I'm not sure how it's going to go. It's, it's <laughs> my mind is like, do I set up a whole plan of all of these art projects that we're going to get done? Uh, do I cook like so many meals? I haven't decided which things I want to be busy doing. I know I'm going to figure out how to be busy though. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think we <laughs> all figure that out really easily. Don't we? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What about you, you Misty? Oh, how to, how to figure out how to not be busy. <laughs> well, what about the kids? What are they, oh, what are uh -oh. they doing and shifting through right now? Well, how are they? How are they're they still on spring break? So they really are. Um, Birdville has not figured out what they're doing yet. They're trying. Monday we're supposed to pick up Chromebooks for those who don't have access to like, social media or like tablets or uh, internet and that type of thing. So we're, we're just waiting for them to give us more direction. Um, right now they're just having a free-for-all, to be honest with you. <laughs> Staying up That's all night. Great. They're playing video games or eating all the snacks, you know, eating us out of house and home because I have a, a 12 year old and a 17 year old boy and then a seven year old stepdaughter. So she's here this weekend hanging out with us. And, and that's really cool because normally we don't get to have her all weekend. We only get to have her on Sundays and one, one night during the week. So this will be some extra time we can all spend with her too. Awesome. So I just uh, signed up Aiden up to do the Snapology uh, Lego daily challenge. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen those, but um, so he made the pirate ship today with his Lego. So the, those Very are cool. things trying to keep them busy, but right. yeah, they're bored already. I think. So. Yeah. Well, Janet, you're, you're kind of like me. You, you've kind of moved on from the little kids at home, but you also have grandkids that are around. And yeah. I know, I know Alyssa's doing uh, homeschooling. So, yeah. but <laughs> Alyssa's also expecting to, so about to have a baby in about uh, eight weeks. Yeah, so you're going to be probably doing some pitch hitting, won't you? 
So yeah, it's uh, it's that new that grandma role, which uh, I have adult children that still need me, which I can totally relate to, um, which is way way more than I thought it would ever be. It's kind of interesting, but um, I will say it's just uh, a blessing to have grandkids and. Um, we're expecting a new baby boy. And I bet I'm going to hear somebody come in here now that I'm talking about these grandkids. Um, I'm surprised <laughs> they haven't come in yet. Honestly, I'm I am too. Shocked. Um, so I don't know. We're, we're finding new things to do. I'm, I'm, I'm stealing all the ideas on Facebook and <laughs> people are putting so many amazing ideas out there. We're doing all that. We're just praying Great. for some warm weather so we can kind of get outside mm-hmm. here in Kansas. It's still really cold. Um, we have one nice day and then we have three, four, bad days and so right. i'm waiting for that but um i think getting outside helps you guys we're not we can get outside we're allowed to go outside it's right. not like you can't get outside i think um instead of everybody doing the electronics take a walk do something get outside it's mm-hmm. healthy and mentally um i know at one of the small towns here they were putting the bear the stuffed bears in the windows so that people mm-hmm. could go around and find the bears the little kids right. could yeah. find the bears um but find something to do you know go on a scavenger hunt and give them a list of things to go outside. Outside is that your best bet for a while. Even if it's cold, go outside. I mean, that's, right. we've missed having our kids outside. They're in school all day. You know, they go do things all day. Now you have an opportunity to kind of reset, like uh, Kim's new word, you know, reset. Was it reset? Is that what you said? Restart. Reset. Restart, yeah. reset. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> yeah, we, re- we had to reset after 9-11 and we survived all that economically. Um, we, you know, we lost a lot of stuff after 9-11. My husband was a pilot that got, you know, furloughed and, you know, this too will all pass, mm-hmm. but go outside. I mean, right. family wise, mentally wise, you know, do something outside and, and it, you know, the sunshine is good for you. The virus dies at what, 80 degrees. I don't know. Right. It's, it's vitamin D and vitamin C or antiviral. And so, um, mentally get outside and put it on your list to go outside every day and take a walk, do what you have to do, but get them outside. I think it's important. Well, part of the arts and crafts Mike's doing is uh, I bought a boat last summer. That's my boat. It's not his boat. It's my boat. It's, (laughs) it can be ours, but it's my boat. (laughs) And so he was just doing some of the last minute touches to make sure it was boat ready because that's one thing we can do. We can go out on the lake. We can go and, that socially distances you from quite a few people just being out in the middle of the lake. Um, One of the other things that uh, I'm glad you brought up the 9-11 thing, because I've been thinking a lot about that this week. You know, there's a, our kids, Janet and my kids and Mm -hmm. Stacy, you've got one up there too. They were born and they were in school when 9-11 happened, you know? So they, Janet and I have, children that serve in our country and and me I'm too a, i'm a part of a a military moms group that has paratroopers that are coming back to the states that are going straight into quarantine they're not getting the big welcome home they're not getting all of the uh pomp and circumstance that goes on with that they're going here's a tent and they're like i just came from a tent <laughs> so um once they go through the tent, they, they're, they're putting them into isolation barracks and things like that. But, you know, Cody, my son is supposed to be leaving the country at some point this week. I was supposed to be in Orlando from Friday until this following this coming Friday 
from last yeah. Friday till this coming Friday. And then I was going over to spend time with Cody at his duty station before he left the country for six months. Mm -hmm. And so I had to change tickets. And as I'm changing the tickets, I'm already having the emotions well up about 9-11. Yeah. It came out of nowhere. And when the, when the plane stopped flying, I didn't sleep for those three days because I was, I've grown up in Euless. I'm so used to hearing the <laughs> planes fly that when yeah. the planes weren't flying, it was eerily deafening to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when the first pilot took off from uh, DFW airport, I was one of them out there with the guy that had the big American flag and we were listening to the air traffic controllers talk to the pilots and send them on. And, yeah. and so we knew when that happened that our world was forever changed and we're already, we've, we immediately saw changes in how security was done and how things were handled security on the cockpit doors TSA, all of that immediately changed. <clears throat> and one of my friends that's a writer and uh, manages a lot of freelance writers for Thomas Nelson Publishing put out a suggestion the other day to start making notes of the things that you see that may be changing. And I thought that was a really good thing. So in the industry you're in, in, the, in your child's life, what was something that was so normal a week, a month, last year that is either not going to be around or something abnormal moving forward. We've been talking about putting Chromebooks in students' hands and every student having a laptop or a tablet for years. And it takes a crisis like this to realize that we should have stopped talking about it and just done it. You know, so what does that look like? What are some of the things I, I'm going to throw out one of the things that I thought that I've already thought of with, um, universal pushing movies straight to dvd i mean not dvd but dvr straight to the streaming services there may not need be a need for theaters anymore big box theaters wow at least a drastically reduced number of them so yeah. what's something that you can look at that you're looking at now and you can start thinking maybe it's going to shift medical supplies Right now, China makes most of our medical supplies, and I was told by someone who their company, she's a salesperson for the company that, that supplies hospitals, and before, <laughs> like, she was telling me probably, I don't know, a month and a half, two months ago, make sure you buy all the needles that you're going to need for the next year. Buy all the gloves you're going to need for the next year. She said, we're not even telling our hospitals this yet, but there's one ship coming from China right now full of medical supplies. And that's the last one for a while. She said it, it it's going to be changed for an entire year be, and because they're not working, they're not able to work. They're not making medical supplies. And so now we see here, we are incredibly dependent on China yep. medical supplies. Also they, they do a lot of our medication too. They do a lot of our, uh, what is it called? The one that is not the brand name. Generic. They generic. do a lot of our generics mm -hmm. and we might 
run out of certain medications because they do a lot of our generics. They make most of our Tylenol, not the Tylenol, like the generic Tylenol. They make most of our genetic generic Tylenol. So and what I Chinese see is make 85% of our antibiotics. Right. right. So hopefully we change that. Hopefully we change it. We learned the hard lesson and we change it now. Well, that's we what I was thinking. Ramp up, you know, we just ramp up and we do what we do. You know, hopefully that's going to happen. So, well, and we, the pro, the other issue is, are we willing to pay more for it? Because the labor in China is much cheaper. And if we make it here, we're going to have to pay our workers enough so that we can, it will have to pay a little bit more for it because we have to pay our workers so that they can live in the United States. So that's an issue. But I think that we we're, we're as a country, we're going to have to look at all the things that we're dependent on other countries and we're going to have to see what we can do to not have this happen to us again. Yeah. Misty Kim, what do y'all have to say? Um, something that uh, Scott and I were talking about is how um, like we had never done online grocery shopping. Like, you know, I buy stuff from Amazon, but I'm talking about like, ordering your food from like imperfectfoods.com or like ordering all your meat from purduefarms.com like changing the way you grocery shop like we have had because uh, i'm immunocompromised and and it's not good for us to get out at all i'm in that super mm -hmm. super crazy high risk group so we've been having delivery delivering all our groceries and like today we got an email from one service saying that they've had to suspend new members because they're so overloaded right now with new people and I'm thinking wow this this could completely change the grocery store industry because we're so used to going out to the grocery store to get stuff and how many of us will come to realize that we like having stuff delivered on Friday because right. I know so far, I think it's great. And <laughs> it's not much more money than, you know, going to the grocery store and it's super convenient to order your groceries over three days and then wham, it shows up at your door. So I, that was one thing we really thought about um, how this could really just be a, a societal change of just like, people ordering groceries online and the end, maybe there won't be a, a storefront on every corner the way you see now. Yeah. I think yeah, well, one Walmart, of the, Walmart pickup is the best thing ever invented. Yeah. I love well, it. Well, like even so before if you haven't been yeah. using that, you need to start using, no way. Don't, don't use Walmart pickup. <laughs> well, in our neighborhood, we live in an older established neighborhood and it was built when the, in the sixties when people were coming in, uh, building the airport here. So a lot of pilots and air traffic mm. controllers and things live in our neighborhood. And on our street, there's like three of us that are new, newly to the neighborhood. The rest are all original homeowners. So wow. it's, it's an older generation, an older demographic. And they've kind of gotten into the Facebook group and mastered the Facebook group. But some of them are starting to get out there and master that online ordering. It's challenging them to be technology savvy right now. Yeah. But the beautiful part is, is those that are younger in the neighborhood that are going to the stores will say, I'm going to go to the store on Friday. If you have a pickup, 
put my name down, I'll pick it up for you. Still keeping some of our elder neighborhood neighbors mm. from going out into getting, getting yeah. out and, and not being where they don't need to be. So yeah. it's, it's really interesting. And then you talked about the bear thing the other day, a while ago, we did the shamrock challenge in our neighborhood for a scavenger hunt. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And then we've, we've started seeing the kids doing the chalk art out on the, on mm -hmm. the driveways, sending positive messages to people. So, you mm -hmm. know, it's, it's finding different things. Missy, what do you think about you? Anything you can think of that's shifting or changing that? Well, I, I see two, like two sides of it. You know, you see the people that are kind of going crazy and taking advantage of the situation, but then I also see more people being kind and, mm -hmm. you know, thinking yeah. of others before themselves and like the, you know, compromise or the older people that they can, they can help them, you know? Right. And even yesterday I had made a video on um, Facebook, just letting everybody know I had to close down and, you know, that we'll be back. And, um, you know, kind of reassuring them, but I got more reassurance for myself as like, yes, you will be back and you're going to be stronger than ever. So just that support of people is just pretty amazing. I, I really have found that. And, um, I think it was always there, but people are so busy yeah, that we don't take the time to, to share that stuff. So that's what? a good positive. Thing. That's a good positive thing. You know, if we just <clears throat> come back together, we were divided in a nation. Maybe we'll come mm -hmm. back together a little bit more. Yeah. Seems like in times of crisis, that's what we do. Right. And, and, and I'm just, do you remember after nine 11, after how, um, one day, the next day, everyone had a flag out, right? Yeah. Everyone had a flag out, mm -hmm. come together. Everyone was coming together and maybe that's what is going to happen right now. Cause yeah. I'm seeing a lot of people want to do things for others more than ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, well and yeah. we're seeing, we're seeing bipartisanship like we've never seen since 99. Right. I mean, we're seeing a lot of things. They may not agree on a lot of the other things still, mm -hmm. but they're putting that to the side. They're pushing all that to the side to be able to, to take care of a nation right now. And yeah. the, uh, the, uh, the beautiful part is what I'm seeing on social media is like you said, people are sharing positive, encouraging messages to people. Um, especially when they see that they've got the resiliency to come back, you know, mm -hmm. there's, there's a few people that I know of that have gotten on Facebook in light of messages of what's happening in their area and stuff. And they're, blasting you know and you can tell they're angry and they're bitter and they're and they're getting all oh, it'll be okay or it's happening to everybody you know you're not in this alone and and right. they're they're getting bitter back and i guess the beautiful thing i want to remind people is in times of crises when you're squeezed i can't remember if john said it or one of the other people said it the 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 virtual thing that i shared with y'all today those sessions with john he allowed us to share publicly, but behind that, we've got all the other trainers that are part of the organization doing live videos with us all day long for the next three days. So I've been watching a bunch of videos <laughs> live this week, but one of the things I said is when you're squeezed in a time of crisis, what's inside of you is going to come out. And so you're getting on and good or bad. Yeah. Good or bad. It's coming <laughs> out. And so what are you made of? Are you made of a, I'm defeated, this happened to me mentality? Or are you made of a, 
you know, pull your bootstraps up, Rosie the Riveter, we can do it type mentality. And, you know, I'm, I'm a Rosie the Riveter lover. So yeah, (laughs) you know, I'm, I'm one of those that I don't think this happens to us. I think we find ways to reinvent ourselves and, and reestablish ourselves. And we find times during this time to to be leaders in that dark mm-hmm. world. We shine that light. We say, you know, you may not feel like you've got a safe place to go. I've got a wing right here. You can take shelter here, and, but here in a little bit, I'm going to push you out of this nest because you are going to fly. Even if you have to grow your wings on the way down, you are going to fly, you know? And that's, that's what I get from the strong women I surround myself and all four of you are the strong women I've surrounded myself. Janet has said it to me before. <laughs> there was, I told somebody, what was it? Um, a while back, the, when the twins were born, they just turned what six. So six years ago, I was kind of mm-hmm. in the middle of it. I was yeah. sleepless in Seattle or Bedford or Hearst or wherever <laughs> I was. I was, you know, yeah brain numb and I think Kim might be able to relate to this a little bit too it I didn't know enough to reach out and ask for help at that time because I was just doing what was in front of me and Janet said you know I've told she told me flat out she goes I've told you before and I'll tell you again all you have to do is ask for help and help will be there but I was still in my own mind of well these people are relying on me so I have to be the stopping point. I'm not the stopping point. I'm a flow through point. Yeah, that's good. That's and good. we have to be reminded that we are a flow through point of the Holy Spirit, of our love, of what we fill ourselves with so that we can flow mm-hmm. out to those that we are feeding mm-hmm. and, and loving and nurturing. And we can't nurture something yeah. if we are not in a nurturing mindset. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's so... I, I used to imagine a bunch of people that walk around those little squeezy stress balls with the eyes and the ears popped out. I was like, everybody is this, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, even me, I know I, I've touched in with Kim quite a bit right when she first got home. I went and spent days there and stuff like that. But then even this week I went, oh my God, it's been a week since we've texted. What is going on? You know? <laughs> Why has she not reached out to me? Is everything okay in her world? Why haven't we talked? You know, and so immediately I'm like, okay, first off, am I being a bad friend? Am I this? You know, but I have to put all those negative things behind and not say, well, I didn't talk to her this past week. She's probably mad at me because then those mental games will play. And then you won't reach out. And then you're emotionally distancing and isolating. And they're over there just going, no, things have been good. I was wondering where you're at. I just knew you'd circle around when you weren't busy again, you know, and you're like, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> how many, okay. I, I know I'm not the only one that has ever done this because I have heard other women tell me this. So, um, you know, as we're talking through some of the, some of these, you know, I want to start looking at what are some of the best you have seen in people through this this scenario we talked a little bit about how our jobs are changing through all of this already but um you know what what are some of the best the most positive things that you've seen in people through this we were what was it stacy we were on a call the other day for the leadership Mm -hmm. alumni Mm -hmm. and 
you know, we've got some people on our steering committee who are on the front lines of this and they're just exhausted. Right. When they're being told and I'm not saying who they are, where they're from, but when they're being told to pack a bag to bring to work, because they don't know if they'll be able to go home. Right. You know, and this is just the beginning of what we're expecting to be a bigger surge. And, you know, so you know, what are some ways that you you see positive coming out of it? I know there's other people that are, what is it? One group's donating every, you can go on and put your beer order in, but if you po- throw in an extra beer, a four pack or a six pack um, to your order and donate it to the Fort Bragg soldiers that are coming home. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm like, okay, that's funny. But you know, what, what are some, what are some of the other things that you you're seeing and hearing? One of the, one of the things that I thought was awesome is we talked about it earlier is when uh, our leadership HEB pivoted and decided that they wanted to start a group to help the HEB community by posting the things that are most needed. And uh, nobody told them they had to do that. Nobody told them that since their event was closed down, that they had to pivot. They just made a choice. And that's what happens whenever you start building leaders is uh, they lead and that's what they did. So the first thing that I did when I was probably the seventh person invited in the group. And uh, if you guys don't know, I am the, the, uh, the sponsor of that group. Oh, are you? So yes, I am the sponsor of leadership. So, so she's, she's a, it's a yes, shameful brag. So I'm like, no, no, no. So I'm like, I, when I, when I look at it, when I see them doing such great things, I get very excited because I'm invested into it. Right. You know, I, I, I get so excited about creating leaders and when, whenever I get to help and this is what they decide to do, I'm excited. So I was like t- almost in tears, like, oh my God, look what they're, look what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I immediately uh, started text Rochelle Ross, who is the steering committee leader and said, oh my God, do you see what they're doing? Mm-hmm. Like, this is great. Do you see what you're, do you see what your, what your teaching is making happen in our community? So that, that's one of the biggest things that I've seen. And, you know, the last time I looked, I don't know how many people you have in the group now, but there was almost a thousand people in the group when I looked last. Let me check. There's like, there was like, yeah, there there was one. I I was looking it up. 1.4 K. So what, I mean, that's awesome. All of these people that all live in the HEB area are able to look and, and they have it categorized into sections. So you can see restaurants, you can see this, you can see where you can get food. If you don't have food, you can see what food pantries are still, are still giving you food. I mean, I just thought that that was so awesome. So that was one of the great things. And if you look at the feeds inside the group, People that know nothing of what HEB leadership is are yeah. talking, discussing. I invited one of my clients to the group who's been living in Hearst for like 30 years. And she was, she posted something and she, she got into a message. Did you see how great my post went? Do you see all the people that were, so, I mean, <laughs> it's bringing people together. Right. I thought that that was really awesome. And then I, and then I also see like everyone is really trying to go to these mom and pop restaurants and buy food Mm -hmm. to go local. So I really love that. I'm doing it also, but I think that that's great. Those are the things that I've noticed. Yeah. Here's another thing, you know, 
there's a lot of us who have diabetes. There's a lot of us who have high blood pressure. There's a lot of us who have asthma, those underlying health conditions that make getting the coronavirus, you know, more dangerous for, you know, it's going to be more than a cold. It, it could go wonky real quick. So what I've seen is just even after two months of friends and church ladies and just people rallying around my family through the heart stuff, you know, we, we didn't want for a meal for about eight weeks. Um, we had more food than we knew what to do with. We had friends clean our house, take down our Christmas decorations. I mean, you name it, it was handled. We had handyman come over and uh, help Scott with the caulking a tub. I mean, just you name it, it was done. And those same people now who know that I'm immunocompromised are texting me, hey, I'm going to Costco. Hey, I have a friend running to Sam's. Can I drop food off at your front door? So I just think seeing how humans are so generous and kind and sweet and people are sending me, you know, we're still sending you extra prayers during this time. Just even that is just so touching and, and you know, it just got me thinking, how can I reach out No, knowing I'm stuck at home? So now I'm with food delivery service. I've texted my neighbors and I'm like, hey, we're having food delivered on Friday. I'm placing an order this day. Do you guys need me to order you guys anything? So trying to help in the way I can, but just if you're able and be mindful of your friends who might be having to isolate more that just even going to a grocery store puts them at risk right. because I, I can't really leave the house at this point. And, you know, my husband is stuck and because if he goes out and gets it and brings it in. So being mindful of the immunocompromised and how just if you're going to the store, check in. Um, or if a neighbor has run out of toilet paper or needs eggs, be willing to go put it at their front door. Just be mindful of that stuff. And I've just seen it in spades more than I can even say. We have felt so blessed and uh, just seeing God's goodness through human beings in such ways I never expected over mm -hmm. these last couple of months. Well, and that goes back to those boxes that you're putting out too, Misty, because, you know, there's some people that may never ask for help or want to go to a place mm -hmm. and get help, but that they can go open that box nonchalantly, get out what they mm -hmm. need. I, you know, I had somebody once say, well, I only had some beans, so I went and put the beans in the box and I grabbed the, the whatever else it was that they needed, you know, and I was mm -hmm. like... Well, that's awesome that the, what you needed was in that box, you know, and maybe somebody right. else needed those beans, you know, so mm -hmm. finding a way to love on people where they're at, you know, with whatever skills or talents you have. Uh, Janet, I'm going to come to you next, but I'm going to preface it with this because on Monday, 
we were hearing a lot of people, Mike's, one of Mike's friends from high school took one of those blue rolls of paper towels and he oh is, um, he makes knives, homemade knives. And so he cut one of those rolls in half and he goes, look, I'm making toilet paper, you know? And Mike's like, yeah, go ahead and do that because <laughs> you know, once weird. they start flushing that down the drains, it's going to stop up their drains. Make sure you share, share my my number because he was goes, helping your husband's business yeah. his, his buddy goes yeah i'm probably gonna get sued for it and mike's like yeah but i'll make the money you know and yeah. so i got online and i did a social media post on the m2 plumbing site that said you know if it's not poop pee or tp it doesn't go down the toilet don't flush it mm -hmm. you know not even kleenex not sanitary items nothing but poop pee or tp down the drain right yeah and like later that day or the next day janet's city was it your city or was it no it was area? somebody else's city shut okay. down in a town was, sh yeah. was shut down uh because so many had been flushing things because they couldn't find toilet paper they were just using what they could get um missy <laughs> who is part maybe, of that, tribe, maybe that's one of the changes we'll get like you yeah. you can't flush toilet paper i mean just toilet right. paper people right that may be a, the great american awakening i don't know right well and missy and nate missy's another person that's part of our team um her husband a few months last summer they had a porta potty issue um on the base that they live in there at the war college in carlisle pennsylvania right and so there was a huge water outage on base so no drinking no bathing no peeing no nothing you had they they put porta potties out on the lawns of like the high commanders there on base to and so everybody knew you were doing your business right so nate went out and got these um things called clear rears they're basically <laughs> make your, rears they make your <laughs> toilet a, a bidet and so he does a whole bit. They have this whole video they've done on it. They've done it where they open the box because the box has been sitting in his office for months. He finally told his wife, it's time to open the box. And they do this yeah. whole big reveal on there. Then he shows installing it and all of that. And he does a great Billy Mays on the uh, social commercial about clear rear. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll share that in the warrior divas group just for a good fun and laugh. But, um, you know, I think what we're starting to see is people's personalities shine a little more too. They're not getting so serious about things online when they're getting on, they're sharing because they want to be a light. They're wanting to inspire. They're wanting to encourage. And mm -hmm. so, um, like Janet gets on and she shares things and she has a revolution group and she has just written a devotional as well. So, I don't know. Did you do that while you were isolated or did you do that before you were isolated? Oh, I can't hear you. Sorry. I'd gone to Israel and came back and it was kind of my homage to my trip to Israel. And so that was a few years back. I wrote it. Okay. So, so. it's uh, the last day of Jesus's life. And if anybody wants it, just let me have your email. It has all the scriptures and cross references and beautiful pictures and it's for free. So if you yeah. want one, let me know. It's a good Bible study that you can sit and actually go through Lent. Like the last week, maybe we're not going to be in church. So it would be a good little study with your family um, our group, maybe online. I don't know, but yeah, it's, um, it's well written. If I do say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
But, you know, Kim and I have been talking about um, doing more writing and more centralized writing as well, and maybe blocking off time each week that we're just going to sit and write. And I know y'all could write a business book, you could write a, a inspirational book, you could write another devotional, you could write whatever you want to write. If Even if you're not going to write it, then record it, sit with a recorder and record some of your thoughts. This is a great time when you're slowing down to press in to those projects like that too. Mm -hmm. Why are you looking at me that way, Stacy? Because I have a book that is 100% <laughs> like it is completely uh, outlined, like perfectly outlined from chapter to sub chapter to sub sub chapter. I have part of it written, so, but I haven't been working on it and I should just work on it. Yeah. I found a way for you to be busy. Right. There you go. <laughs> there you go. We figured it out. We this was the purpose. This, this was, was the purpose. purpose of this, of this podcast was to figure out how Stacy could stay busy. <laughs> well, and, and you know, I know a great graphic designer that could help you with the book cover and oh. a team that could help you out with the book launch. And, Oh, you know, that's what, that's what Diva's impact is all about. Awesome. So, so, so that's the other part is, you know, like um, Janet said, she's written this devotional and everything and everything that Janet writes is, or says and does has been golden for me. So that's just my, my humble brag on her. But um, mm -hmm. you know, one of the things I also talked about at the beginning before we got on the air was this is a time Janet asked, what I wanted to do with this show. What, what was our purpose of doing this show today? And I try and ask myself that with every show we do is I want to be a light. I want to be a beacon. I want to spread yeah. hope. I think we can turn on the TV and we can veg out in front of how to get away with murder or scandal if we want to, or we can press in and see what's on the other side of this force we can go ahead and start get, getting glimpses of that now and um so there are a variety of different ways we want to help do that using this group connecting with other groups like like the one that that uh misty has and and janet has and be able to cross pollinate a little bit some of our strengths mm -hmm. with them their strengths with us and really show what women joining arms together can do and you know uh, that meme that's out there that says our you know this the generation of world war ii you know took the battlefield and did all this stuff lost hundreds of thousands of people on the battlefield blah 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 you're asked to sit at home on your couch yeah we, we can, can do, do this right <laughs> Right. But it's what we are we going can. to be envisioning and pressing through and desiring even when our circumstances around us right now don't look ideal for what we want to birth, you know? Well, I think, uh, I think it'll give us new ideas of things to birth, like, right. because we have to get creative now. We have to think outside the box. Exactly. And, you know, Allie's best friend, girl used to work for me, she's pregnant right now, do any day now. And she's like kind of fearful of going to the hospital right now. Can you blame her? But, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but as, as I've been watching her go through this, you know, she's, she's like, 
okay, I've tried spicy food. I've tried walking. I've tried all these things to get this baby out. You know, we've all done it trying to, oh my gosh, with these contractions. All right. They're two minutes apart. You get to the hospital. Now they're irregular. (laughs) And so all these things are going on with her and her body right now. Same thing's going on for us. So Mm. this is, this is my little spiritual lesson and, and those that want to feed off of it can. There's been several teachings I've heard about, you know, the, the farmers, they plow their fields for seven years and they give it a year of rest. In the Bible, we're told to work six days, take the seventh day for rest. I, you know, we have become such an instant gratitude, busy society that we never slow down. Mm-hmm. What if this was God's way of putting us on rest? Yeah. And what we have come to realize is when you take that time to rest, to slow down, you re-energize so that you can restart stronger mm-hmm. and more powerful than ever before. It clears the slate for you. Yeah. It sets you up for greater success. Uh, Brady Boyd had the book Addicted to Busy. I love that book. I've read it. I've listened to it. I've read it again. And <laughs> I need to read it. it it's a really Me good too. book. And it's about providing that margin. It was from that book that we made sure that my kids, even if they were in sports, even if they were in activities, that we had one day a week that we chose that there was nothing planned. Mm-hmm. No matter how busy our schedules were, there was nothing planned on that day. That was their day to be still. That was no friends coming over. That was them not going to friends' houses. That was not, you know, going out and playing sports tournaments and all that stuff. We would tell, we would tell the, the baseball coaches, Cody can play on Saturday or he can play on Sunday, but he can't play on both, you know? And we took that time seriously because we also knew that he was better prepared for learning for the next week if he had that time to recharge. And so, um, Kim, what do you got on that? Well, I was just also thinking, you know, that all of this time on our hands also is sometimes not so good because it's also time alone with our thoughts. And sometimes our thoughts are toxic and or they're attacks of the enemy, you know, things we are wrestling with. So whether it's fear and doubt and dread or worry, you know, from financial worry to fear of dying. Am I going to get this? Or even just the anxiety of having to be around people who get on your nerves (laughs) day in and day out with no break. Or is it, am I going to have a job when this is all over? Or I'm not real happy with myself and I can't go to church and get filled up. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, all these things are probably swirling around and, you know, let's just face it. This isn't fair. The coronavirus totally sucks. This just sucks. And, and you might be mad about it and that would be perfectly okay. And, but I am thinking about how, you know, we can also, I, I can do biblical counseling on the phone. You know, people can call 
um, you know, reach out. Don't stay isolated in your head. You know, if you are having those toxic thoughts, um, reach out because, you know, we will can help you replace the toxic lies with the truth of God and help you, you know, focus your thoughts in the right direction that gives you hope and, and a future and a purpose. Cause you know, at the end of the day, through all of this, God has great plans for each one of us. And he says that it's plans to prosper and not harm us. So even though there's a virus out there right now, he doesn't lie. He loves with an unfailing love. And so if I'm going through a moment, cause I, even I had the moment I'm going to settle back to, plans to prosper Kim and not harm her, you know? And so I think that's important right now is, is, you know, as these things are swirling, if you can't get out of that, you know, reach out, I'm here, Angie's here, we're all here, but you know, I can biblical counsel on the phone just as easy as I can sit in a Starbucks. So reach out. Right. Um, Janet, you got something to add to that? Oh, well, <laughs> I think that um, we're all going to discover a new normal, right? We talked about that earlier, but um, I just, I, I'm a positivity. That's my number one strength. So uh, I put it out there. You can send me a message. I'll, I'll talk to anyone on the phone. I'll, I'll, at least I'll call them back. But um, I just think you're going to find new things about yourself that you didn't realize you shouldn't be afraid you know, we've, I, I'm pushing 60. So I can tell you that you're going to have ups and downs in this life. You're going to have challenges and you're going to get through it. You're either going to get through the challenge or you're going to go home to the Lord. Those are your choices. And mm -hmm. so there's no in between there, right? Mm -hmm. uh, any challenge I've ever had health wise, money, whatever you get through it or you go home to be with your maker. That, that's it. And there's really no, no option for failure right now. But I want to say one thing. If you want to binge TV watch for a while, that's okay too. So don't feel like you have to be writing a book or you have to be doing super productive things. Don't put that, don't put those thoughts in your head. Right. The Holy Spirit's going to give you time. He's giving all of us time to just veg, right? This is a wake up call for all of us to kind of reconnect what's important. Um, what's, what's a priority in our lives. Um, and so, you know, have a little fun. Don't, don't be so serious. That's another thing. And, um, I don't know. I just think it's going to be a great time. You don't have to, if you want to watch TV for a while and eat popcorn and drink wine, that's okay too. Um, <laughs> but also he has a purpose. For, he has a purpose for each and every one of us, even in this crisis. So, um, until you take your last breath, you have something to offer and I don't care what age, who you are, what you are. Um, you have something to offer. And so if it, even if it's just holding someone's grandkid for a while or they'll, you know, I'm just, I'm, you know, there's a million things you can do right now, but right. self-awareness, like I was reading the prodigal son the other day. This is kind of interesting. And the prodigal son was down and out, right? He's, he's gone and he's in the middle of a pig pen. And then the line says, um, he came to himself. What a great line. Cause that's when the change happened, right? He came to himself. He, he realized where he was and, and he realized there was something better to do. And so, um, you know, eat your popcorn, veg, watch your TV. It's okay. Don't hear us say that you can't do that. But also if the Lord calls you to do something, write a book or, or to, um, right. I mean, look at all the things that were done in, uh, uh, 
who is it that wrote Martin Luther wrote in 90 days, he was in isolation for 90 days. Right. And he wrote, he, he, he interpreted the whole Bible from, you know, to German. And, you know, there's things you can do that God's going to call you to do that are going to be mighty and tiny. And um, it's all going to be good. It's going to be okay. It really is. And then we're going to go home. Right. And that's okay too. Well, I got, I got tickled. Lucy Mitchell, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago, had a post up the other day. And it said, simmer down, Karen. You know, Karen's gotten a bad rap on all the Facebook memes here lately. <laughs> but it says, simmer down, Karen. There's no award for best quarantine mom. <laughs> and that's so true. So there is, there are, you know, my biggest thing for each and every one of us is kind of what a cross between what Kim just said and Janet just said is there will be times that you will have things creep up. It is human nature that you will have things creep up. We have things creep up all the time. I have, you know, I, I have to tell myself that I'm smart enough. I'm good enough. And gosh, darn it. People like me quite often, <laughs> or, you know, I am smart. I am kind. I am beautiful. You know, I, I, there are days that I have to tell myself that because my belief system is lacking for that day. But on the other side of it, um, I also know that there's a whole crew of us here that can do that, whisper that into each other's ears quite often too. When we, when we're having a hard time hearing it from our own lips, having a hard time believing it for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And um, I just want us to continue doing that in this season that we're in. Can I just say one thing, Angie? Um, You know, you can't go to church, but by golly, you're going to have some extra time. You can get in the word. Right. You can get in the word and there's no more important place to be right now. I'm studying Jude right now. And it talks about, and it's talking about the ungodly and um, some end time stuff. And I'm thinking, are you going to be a godly person or ungodly person in this time? And it's stark and, you know, being in the word and knowing what is godly and what's ungodly is super important right now. And you have time to do it. No excuses. I will, I will put that on you. I will put that on you. You will get in the word. Well, what a fun time to also like shop for churches like right. go online yeah. there's so many cool yeah. sermons available pastors yeah. everywhere posters Isn't that great? Online. Mm-hmm. and so, great. so now's a great time to go listen to all kinds of pastors in your town and uh, check out some new places and see if there's somewhere new you want to go to or just get a different perspective you know right. we in the yeah. same church listening to the same messages from the same same pastor and while that's great to have your community I also think sometimes it's great to listen to other pastors mm-hmm. and other perspectives and I think this is kind of a real interesting time to do that yeah well I thought it was really interesting because somebody asked me the other day at the radio station did I think that was gonna this was gonna hurt churches I said it may hurt their giving it may because people are not there they're not experiencing that it may hurt their giving i said but it'll also open up a lot of participation in churches that have not had participation before i said the ones that are on tv will probably fare better than the ones that are not and he goes why do you think that i said on sunday morning have you ever flipped through sunday morning tv you woke up you turned the tv on you flipped on and oh joel olstein's on you're not really watching it you really weren't intending to watch joel olstein but all of a sudden you've sat and watched 30 minutes of joel olstein <laughs> you know it happens or robert jeffries or you know any you know crystal cathedral you know you turn it on and you go 
well, I wasn't intending to watch this. I was looking for cartoon, but, or fixer upper. And I, instead of fixing up my house, I looked at fixing up my heart, and my soul for a little bit, you know? So that's why last week we shared the churches, you know, share your churches that are having online church. One of the local mm -hmm. churches here, their head pastor just sent out a letter today, letting everybody know that he's moving to a different church, you know? So when they come back, to the church and are able to meet again, it'll be a whole different dynamic than in that church than what it is when everybody last met together. Oh, wow. So mm -hmm. It's, it's going to be really crazy and, and what it does to a lot of different people. But can you, know, you, uh, can you think back two weeks ago though? It's kind of crazy. I was thinking two, just two weeks ago, even two yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And did you think it was the last time you were going to walk out of your church? Right. Nope. Well, or when the kids walked out of school, did they think that was going to be their last time to walk nope. out of school for the year? The ones that are seniors, you know, that might be the last I time know. they see a lot of their friends. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot going on right now, you know, and, and my biggest thing is, is yes, it's all right to binge watch shows. I did it. Mike and I did it the other day. He dozed in and out, but it was a show I'd never seen before. And I don't know how many episodes we watched of it, but, I hadn't slowed down in a while, so we just watched. But what was that? Yeah, I would like to know. <laughs> your <also>. attention. <laughs> was it? It was either the How to Get Away with Murder or the Scandal, one or the other. No. Okay. But, okay. But we, were, I like, I like those. I like watching West Wing, things like that, because I like the intelligence. The West Wing is cool. Yeah, yeah I watched West Wing. White West wing right before three the, times fast yeah um, blah, 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 blah. i watched i watched it on dvd yeah oh i watched my. it on that was before oh the netflix thing happened i watched oh. it a long time ago well i watched it leading up to the 2016 election and was watching the final episodes of it the night of the election so that wow. was pretty cool watching that and seeing how much hadn't really changed in washington <laughs> over 20 years you, you feel like you're in the know <laughs> right so just watching, you know, there'll be times I'll go on and watch, you know, Friends or The Ranch or some documentary yeah. or whatever. But, you know, I was feeling a little scandalous the other day. So I figured I'd watch Scandal. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, the other part of it is I started feeling something creep up that I hadn't felt since my kids were little. And I, when my kids were little, I used to watch those Danielle Steele read those Danielle Steele books, right? Yeah. I mean, I could finish a book in a day. I was that dedicated to reading it. And yes, with little children at my feet, I could finish a book in a day. And I started watching this the other night and realizing how hooked in and addicted I was getting to other people's lives and I wasn't living my own. So I told mm -hmm. Mike, I said, I'm going to have to go back to my guideline for the Danielle Steele books for me because this is what supplies yeah. for me and go, okay, I've got to get these things done before I can sit and watch an episode of this or three, <laughs> <laughs> but no more than three. Cause Netflix tells me, you know, it's time to turn the TV You're off now. <laughs> so, you know, finding those things to be healthy. We talked about, you know, it's okay to get down and be upset and, you know, Kim and I've talked about this a lot here lately. It's all right to say this sucks, you know, mm -hmm. because right now what has happened has sucked. But <laughs> don't, don't build a mansion there, you yeah, know, yeah. Yeah. Make, make sure that you have the tools and the resources, your friendships, your mental health, all of that in line to be able to get you out of that rut 
to yep. get you going that reason why you want to continue moving on so all right we're about to wrap up so i want to Stacey, I'm going to start with you, then go to Misty, Kim, and Janet, and then I want y'all to just leave us off with one positive thought for people as we go into this week and, and what's mm. going on, a quote, a verse, a thought, a cheer, a dance, whatever you want to oh, do. Oh, don't make, don't call me on that. <laughs> well, no, while I'm sitting the dance. <laughs> no, you don't. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I wanted to say while I'm while I'm sitting here listening to you guys, uh, Kim has just had like one of the most devastating experiences that she's had in her lifetime. She's been stuck in her house since January, and she's sitting here talking about how she wants to help others, yeah. and it just makes me so happy that she lives on this earth and is willing to be on the phone because she can't live her house talking about the Bible and living God. So yeah. that's, that's what I, this whole podcast, this is what I've been thinking about how she has such a positive attitude about life. And out of all of us, she has been dealt the hardest blows recently and look at how yeah. she is. So thank you, Kim, for <laughs> making me feel better about myself and feel like that I can keep moving forward. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, Misty. And here's my dance. And here's um, just what came to mind. I'm, I've been reading this book called Outwitting the Devil. And um, made me think about uh, 2 Timothy 1.7. Um, for God made us not a spirit of fear, but of power and love and sound mind. So that's what kind of, that's been my like life first and always has kept me kind of grounded. Like don't let the fear get to you. Cause you know, it is scary a little bit. <laughs> it can be, but um, that's kind of what that kind of holds me together right now. Very yeah. good. Kim, how about you? Um, you know, there, when we, when I got married, our uh, saying on our invitation and everything was nothing is worth more than this day. And mm -hmm. I think that's really relevant in these days that we're living at to, you know, shift your mind to, you know, being present with your kids, your husband. Um, what are some things in your house that you've been wanting to get done that have been being put off and put off and put off, you know, clean out that closet or, um, you know, go and clean out your, freezer of freezer burn meat, it, you know, make room for new. I, I fully believe that the Lord gave me that word restart wasn't just for me. I think we're all in a restart of sorts and it's going to look different in everybody's lives, but just making every single day right now, be present, be mindful, be intentional and and just be optimistic that god's got a great plan for you to prosper and not harm you i i i just firmly believe that i i i shouldn't be here if the devil had had his way uh you know i had a massive step and um found out i had a heart defect and every single one of my arteries was blocked 85 to 98 percent i am a living breathing miracle and now I'm going through this and you know what? It's okay. It, it's okay. And we're all going to be okay. So nothing means more than this day. 
Awesome. Awesome. Good. Love that. Good. All right, Janet. Oh, Lord, help me. <laughs> um, I think I'll just dance. No, I'm kidding. Um, um, you know, this is a perfect gift. It's a perfect gift and a perfect time. And we all were made for a time as, such as this. And the beginning of the year, in my journal, I wrote uh, and heard that the Lord said it was going to be an interesting year. Those were my words. I was like, Lord, interesting. Okay. I, interesting's good. And so here we are. It's interesting. But everything is a gift. You know, it's a good gift. And like you said, uh, Kim, I'm so proud of you, by the way. You're really doing well. So, so proud of you. Um, that needs to be said. You're doing awesome. Mm -hmm. um, um, today is a good gift. You know, tomorrow will be a good gift. And if the Lord takes you home tomorrow, then he takes you home. But until then, I keep saying, you know, it's a gift and all good things come from him. And let's, let's live it that way. Let's just put it out there and live it that way. And if you need something and I can do it, you need to ask. That's all. Well, thank you all for coming on today. You know, my biggest desire every week when I do a show is to make sure that people get to meet other amazing women mm -hmm. that are building up our army of destined, inspired, victorious, accountable sisters. You know, that's what Diva stands for and that we are joined at the hip with each other and that we are constantly being women of value, adding value to other women. And it is my pleasure. It is my honor to have shared the airwaves with you tonight. And I am so excited to get this released out there to even more <laughs> masses to hear the discussion so they can be encouraged and inspired. So thank you again for being on the show. And until next week, this is Warrior Divas. Hey, this is Angie Lee Monroe of the Warrior Divas Show, broadcasting live each Tuesday, 11 a.m. Central from Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. Log in to hear real talk with real women that will empower and equip you to make a more powerful impact in the world. Each Tuesday, 11 a.m. Central on Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in.